Hey everybody, welcome to episode 62 of Founders Gyan and thanks for tuning in. This week we talk about growth hacking for startups with our guest Vishnu Saran, the founder and CEO of 23yards.com. Do check out www.foundersgyan.com/ep62 for all the show notes and all that we discuss about on the show. See you on the flip side. So Vishnu Saran, great to have you on the show. Uh thanks so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us. Um so we are going to be talking today about growth hacking right so can you introduce yourself and uh, your company thank you ram uh, so i'm vishnu i started 23 yards a couple of months back so we are india's first uh, growth hack consultancy firm and uh, so we deal we help businesses growth hack and we introduce the concept of uh, lean marketing in their business strategy so that they can achieve a lot of growth within a less duration of time using the right tools uh, which are present in today's market right so i think uh, the very first question is uh, what exactly is growth hacking and how is it different uh, from just marketing uh, general marketing or you know so uh, growth hacking is not just marketing that is one major thing that i want, would want to stress because a lot of people have this confusion between digital marketing and growth hacking mm-hmm. so growth hacking has has four ingredients to it so there is the growth strategy and there's a technology part and there's a ui ux design part and then there is analysis see analysis is really important especially in growth hacking because you need to know which kind of tricks and tips are working for you and which strategies are not so that you can amplify the ones that are working and cease to work on strategies that are not working mm-hmm. at the same time uh, growth hacking involves right from the product development to marketing or all the stages of business development or business management in general So so I think that's so uh, growth I think, hacking yeah I think we need to define growth hacking exactly. so people understand so, uh, yeah. defining growth hacking is a little bit difficult but so that I I I'll explain with examples mm-hmm. because then yeah, it will sure. be really helpful so um, there was this company called Listerine mm-hmm. I think it's very popular uh, right now uh, but then there were times when they had a lean phase and then they wanted to increase their sales Mm-hmm. by a huge amount mm-hmm. so listerine is a mouthwash yes mouthwash right mm-hmm. so what the company management did was they tried they created a new disease mm-hmm. so they they call it halitosis mm-hmm. so it's it's just called bad breath in some uh, greek language or some language but then they added osis to it and they made it a medical scientific, condition scientific something. yeah they made it a medical condition and uh, what happened was they also created a profile around it they created a persona of a lady who has this problem of halitosis and because of having this problem she was not able to get uh, good guys as dates and she was not able to mingle very well in the society and then they their entire brand strategy was based on this halitosis and that lady so you know they structured it in such a way that you know uh, do not uh, or fight this challenge of halitosis by using listerine mm-hmm. and then their sales shot up by an increasingly alarmingly increasing you know by a huge amount of uh, percentage mm-hmm. this is one example of growth hacking mm-hmm. one more example is there was some emperor in europe mm-hmm. uh, so what he did was he wanted to increase the demand for potato mm-hmm. uh, all these people in his country were 
very much fed up with potato because it was an easily available uh, mm-hmm. vegetable and uh, the demand for it decreased mm-hmm. even from the surrounding states and they they did not buy it easily mm-hmm. so and his economy was based on that so mm-hmm. what he did was mm-hmm. he made it he made a strict condition that potato cannot be grown by anyone except the royal family <laughs> okay so what happened was um uh, it created an artificial yeah, demand it it created a hype around it it created mm-hmm. a a wanting for people around it and then he made sure that the security wasn't tight enough mm. so that a few farmers can sneak by and take away the potato mm. you know seeds or something so what happened was he rebranded the po- vegetable potato mm. and then it became a royal vegetable mm-hmm. and when it became a royal vegetable mm-hmm. the sales shot up the demand shot up and once mm. the demand shot up his economy shot up mm. so so uh in so growth hacking is yeah. like following unconventional methods and following mm. smart techniques mm. to overcome the market difficulties mm-hmm. and uh, get a viral growth in mm-hmm. a very short span of time mm-hmm. okay so unconventional techniques and smart techniques right so uh, let us talk about that from a startup's perspective you know so uh, there are a lot of uh, listeners starts uh, who are having the startup so wanting to start up and uh, we all know the organic growth uh, which is uh, which is not growth hacking basically which organic is not growth hacking organic yes. growth is slow and steady growth Uh, but growth hacking is like exponential growth mm. right so what are some of the uh, various considerations that uh, we need to uh, we need to consider you already talked about four main things right so mm. can you expand a little bit more on those Absolutely. four aspects so one thing that i want to make clear is that organic growth is not slow and steady growth organic growth is that growth which you achieve uh, apart from the paid advertising growth you mm-hmm. know organic growth is more like word to word word, word of to mouth. word of mouth growth and things like that so you can do that as well in growth hacking you know organic growth is very important for any company because mm-hmm. it only happens with companies which have great products mm-hmm. so if you are a company that has a great product and you truly believe in it then organic growth is something that you have to keep a lot of focus on mm-hmm. and you have to build your growth hacking strategy around it mm-hmm. So one big thing that you need to do is if you are a B2C company mm-hmm. uh you need to crowdsource content. Mm-hmm. Now content is king. That mm-hmm. is that was said by Bill Gates in 1996 and it's still it's it is still valid because mm-hmm. everyone who's creating content are mm-hmm. really really rich and are really doing well. Mm-hmm. Let's take let's take example of Google. Google mm-hmm. provides you each and every content and that's why it's at that position. Mm-hmm. Take example of Facebook. Facebook provides you personal content mm-hmm. and that is the reason behind its success. At the same time Instagram, Instagram provides you rich media content. Mm-hmm. It was more successful and then Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Now after Snapchat, Instagram stories. So if you see the trend people so uh there is this YouTube of course yeah YouTube of course mm-hmm. um so the thing is people consume four things mm-hmm. food water air and content mm-hmm. so okay. if you are a producer of content then mm-hmm. there's no way that you're going out of demand mm-hmm. so what you need to do is mm-hmm. you'll be cre- creating a lot of content regarding your business or mm-hmm. your startup or mm-hmm. probably uh, mm-hmm. your product mm-hmm. now you have to make sure that your customers mm-hmm. or your prospective clients also mm-hmm. talk about that particular product or that particular business mm-hmm. or something that is related to that so you need to crowdsource content so that uh, there's a lot of content uh, creation happening mm-hmm. and there are a lot of different angles to it so mm-hmm. you might be having a marketing uh, 
head or a marketing manager who might have a pers- one single perspective but imagine if your all your customers were your marketing heads mm-hmm. and all your customers were picking mm-hmm. one separate point of your product which mm-hmm. they love the most mm-hmm. and then they are posting about it mm-hmm. so the value to that is mm-hmm. huge so 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 one of the easiest ways of creating content is obviously uh, blog posting right so uh, many successful uh, companies and many successful people who have done growth hacking uh, they blog a lot right Correct. basically it's not just selling their product they talk about various things i, I easily comes to my mind say zoom car for example mm-hmm. blogs mm-hmm. about various holiday destinations yes. in and around different cities right. uh, they don't need to talk about it i mean you can go to trip advisor but that's a strategy where people come in and you know uh, kind of drives traffic to this uh, to their site now when you say people should create content do you consider reviews and things like that as people create content no, not reviews not no. reviews or not anything that is related to you know advertising your product mm-hmm. directly mm-hmm. but so then how, it, how, yeah, yeah so, so i'll give you a small example mm-hmm. So one strategy that we are following for Flit is that mm-hmm. we are trying to crowdsource content in a very mm-hmm. peculiar way. So mm-hmm. we are starting this Instagram contest. Mm-hmm. So contest is one really good idea for any startup to uh, crowdsource content. Crowdsource so content. the mm-hmm. the the contest that we are running is every person or every lady in general mm-hmm. who is interested in fashion designing. There are a lot of people, but they don't have enough opportunities to mm-hmm. extend their uh, passion in that way or mm-hmm. you know follow that. So. even by sitting in your college uh, hostel room mm. what you can do is whatever sketch that you've made mm. you can post it as on flit mm-hmm. so as an instagram uh, contest entry mm. and so they'll be posting fashion sketches mm-hmm. and then the the post which is most popular mm. based on your number of likes and based on the caption that you give give mm. to it and based on the broad theme that we give you mm. uh so we'll be giving you away prizes mm-hmm. so these prizes will not be in the form of cash money or something mm-hmm. but will be of real value mm-hmm. so all these people who are sketching uh, mm-hmm. fashion dresses they'll be very much interested in getting an internship in one of the popular boutiques mm-hmm. and since flit is connected to so many boutiques across the country mm-hmm. it can easily provide one of the good designers a really good opportunity as a mm-hmm. fashion designer mm-hmm. directly mm-hmm. from their college and that's a really huge opportunity and a huge value and mm-hmm. then all these ladies all these girls they will start sketching they will start posting on instagram mm. and then they will share it with their friends hey like my post like my picture mm. how do you like my picture mm. and that's how the brand of flit grows you know mm. so contest is one really important mm. thing mm. Uh, where you can crowdsource content okay. and now coming to the zoom car example mm. see i i really don't believe the fact that it is not a necessity i think blog posting and information providing is definitely a necessity mm. for any business mm. because that creates inbound marketing mm. and inbound marketing is the most precious form of marketing you can do cold calls all day mm. but that won't get you much traffic mm. because there is this concept called if you sell i won't buy mm-hmm. but then at the same time if you create a curiosity or if you just tell me the features mm. see i can i can ask you you know buy this pen for 10 rupees this has this feature this feature you're not interested but mm. if i'm talking to my friend and saying hey you know about this pen it was made from this country and then it has this kind of ink mm. then you'll inquire me hey how do i get that pen mm. you are understanding the difference right. right so what zoom car and all other companies are doing is they're trying to sell the bigger value to them i mean bigger value to mm-hmm. their customer they're not just lending their vehicle on rent but they're selling they're the concept benefits. of travel they're talking about the benefits benefits, the benefits of a road trip mm-hmm. at the same at the same time uh that strategy of blog posting and content providing is really really essential mm. but their format is wrong i mm. mean 
if you are still sticking to the word words format then mm-hmm. it's not going to work you need video content because mm-hmm. out of 10 posts eight posts in facebook news feed are video right now mm-hmm. and you need to create video and video production is not as costly and expensive like mm-hmm. it used to be right if anybody you, anybody with a anybody cam or even your phone i mean these days you don't need a handy cam or a phone as well you mm-hmm. just need pictures and you just need text if you check i would recommend every uh, listener to check out business insider videos mm-hmm. so what they do is they pro- they produce news in such a way that they have a uh, a set of photographs mm-hmm. probably a couple of donald trump and co- couple of hillary clinton and then they structure their article in such a way that uh, there's a photo sliding mm-hmm. and then there's a zoom and pan uh, uh, mm-hmm. kind of animation and then there's a text flow Mm-hmm. So the same blog article which you are writing with imagery right you can make it into a video video and right. that video has a huge engagement value mm-hmm. at the same time facebook is giving you video analytic tools like mm-hmm. how much what is the percentage of video that is completed mm-hmm. on average mm-hmm. and how many unique viewers have you got mm-hmm. so you know this content marketing and you know crowdsourcing so for crowdsourcing content i would recommend uh, the contest uh, example okay. and for creating content you by yourself video. you i recommend video because right. video is the most richest form of uh, content and that is the most consumed content by any user right now at right. this present scenario okay okay great and uh, so obviously you have a long uh, uh, history behind you of uh, working in various companies uh, we were just chatting before the call yeah. and uh, you have a lot of growth hacking uh, experience behind you but uh, if you could if you could uh, recollect back to uh, one of your uh, worst uh, entrepreneurial moments worst uh, experience in terms of uh, growth hacking could you could you share that with us and the lessons you learned from it something absolutely. you thought would do really well but turned out you know absolutely bad you know yeah absolutely so there's a, i'll give you a very recent example so mm-hmm. after we changed business model into a growth hack consultancy firm mm-hmm. we were always focused on how to growth hack for our clients but i haven't not focused about how do i growth hack my own business because right. <laughs> you know a b2b business also can have a lot of growth hack techniques right uh, so the strategy that i followed prior to this thought was i had my own designer and i was completely dependent on him and his portfolio was like the portfolio of my company and we as a part of growth hack consultancy we also execute the strategies that we mentioned so uh, we need to create social media content we need to make create social media creatives website creatives brochure etc so when i'm completely dependent on this person and i'm giving away a lot of stake for him uh, there's only so much a man can do you know right. he has to schedule his posts and he has to work from morning till evening and then he'll complete probably 50 social media creatives mm. but what if i want it in within an hour mm. so i mean if i give 50 creatives within an hour to my client that has more sense that makes right. more sense right. that gives more value to my client right. that is when i realized that i'm making a huge mistake by not thinking about growth hacking of my Your own company and then what i did was right now i have a network of design teams mm-hmm. one in kolkata one in gujarat one in kochi one in bangalore and one mm-hmm. in chennai mm-hmm. and i've picked them up through a lot of filtration process mm-hmm. and they are also budding entrepreneurs budding startups and they want to focus themselves as a design firm mm-hmm. so see i am a growth hack consultancy firm and i get things done and mm-hmm. getting things done depends on the, the time is the most valuable currency so getting things done quickly mm-hmm. is my most valuable asset mm. so i know exactly what kind of work to give to which design group mm. and how long will they take to complete it mm. now i can schedule my work in a more uh, 
really efficient way mm-hmm. and give more value to my clients and the content bank that we created with the mixture of these many designers mm. in such a short span of time is unbelievable for our clients and this kind of service mm. will remove a huge piece of their headache mm-hmm. out from their head because they need not do micromanaging about their social media creators or marketing strategy mm-hmm. and they need not worry about having only one mm-hmm. perspective mm-hmm. they're getting so many designers perspective and mm-hmm. then micromanaged by 23 yards so that is one big example that i can give right so the lesson here is that uh, even if you're running a creative firm a design firm whatever uh, or, or even a even a marketing firm or a growth hacking firm don't just concentrate on your clients concentrate on yourself you're your Correct. biggest client right? absolutely okay great now uh, can you talk about some biggest uh, some of the biggest uh, pitfalls and tips in terms of growth hacking what are some of the biggest mistakes you have seen uh, in in your experience and what are some of the biggest uh, uh, gains that companies and individuals and startups can do in terms of growth hacking okay so when you talk about pitfalls the first thing that comes into my mind is uh, people choosing cost per click over mm-hmm. cost per impression mm-hmm. so it is not always uh, valid that you have to choose cost per click over mm-hmm. cost per imp- impression mm-hmm. so there is this, there are these two terms called cbc and cpm cpm right. stands for cost per thousand impressions right so yes there are a lot of clients who think that you know if i get a click then it's of a lot of value right and i'll only pay for clicks clicks not for impressions not for impressions mm-hmm. but that actually is wrong you know the thing is that uh, if you have a really good copyright copywriting uh, guy and mm. if your sem copywriting is really good mm-hmm. your click through rate is more mm. and if your click through rate is more it is mm. more sensible to go for cpm because it will be cheaper for you mm-hmm. it will be cost effective for you mm. than cpc mm. and you have to consider a lot of people mm. who just click on the link out of curiosity mm-hmm. so uh, don't just consider cpc mm. as the ultimate for uh, any advertising model but right. consider cpm so right. because it all depends on your click through rate and right. once you engage once right. you have a lot of click through rate it's right. better to right. move on to cpm right. and and also it's not just a question of clicks right sometimes uh, growth hacking also involves uh, not just getting people to your site but also building some awareness right Correct. and awareness comes by more number of impressions maybe yeah. people don't click but mm. if they keep seeing your ad everywhere then sometime i'm the, really the not i'm really skeptical about uh, you know awareness created out of impressions because mm-hmm. people have so minute attention span they won't mm-hmm. care a, you know even a little about your uh, link on google mm-hmm. but at the same time mm-hmm. you have to create a lot of content and lot of awareness right. and you need to gain a lot of impressions on instagram mm-hmm. on twitter mm-hmm. on facebook in right. the relevant channels right. because over there probably mm. the attention span attention span is a little bit more right and at the same time you have the possibility of creating uh, rich media content and by right. rich media content i specifically say images and video right. which you cannot get on google uh, web search if you like the show do follow us on facebook and twitter the link is www.facebook.com/foundersgyan and twitter.com/foundersgyan Both these provide you daily tips and articles as well as resources to help and inspire your startup. There are multiple tips per day. Some examples of these tips would be articles on the latest startups, growth hacking tips, how do you build team for startups, how to get funding, etc. So don't forget facebook.com/foundersgyan and twitter.com/foundersgyan. Right, right. Okay, and the biggest uh 
uh, tip like okay this is one of the pitfalls that they people mm. only going for cpc don't uh, consider even cpm mm. uh, what is the biggest tip that you would say uh, uh, you can give to startups so it it's all domain specific mm-hmm. uh, i would say that you have to have a really good uh, growth team in your uh, mm. startup mm. Uh, by a growth team i mean mm. four uh, people mm. one guy is the growth strategy head mm-hmm. who will be doing anything and everything to achieve growth in a very short span of time mm-hmm. and his best friend must be uh, a technology expert mm-hmm. so a technology expert who can mm-hmm. build you python scrapers mm-hmm. who can who has a lot of knowledge about different technologies and different tools that are already available mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense for you to develop an entire application on your own if right. it is already existing right. use that right pay some extra bucks use that and right. get your work done right. rather than you know spending time spending time thing. yeah because time is your most valuable asset right. and right. that has to be your primary concern right. time right and then the third person that needs to be in this growth team is a designer a ui ux designer mm-hmm. so ui ux is not to be taken lightly it has a huge impact mm-hmm. uh, especially once you do ab testing for your startup for mm-hmm. your uh you know landing page or for your website mm-hmm. or for your mobile app mm-hmm. you'll understand the impact of ui ux mm-hmm. uh the user interface and user experience mm-hmm. has to be impeccable there mm-hmm. is this app called houseify Mm-hmm. so they connect you with interior designers and mm-hmm. interior architects mm-hmm. so their ui ux is mm-hmm. absolutely great mm-hmm. if you if you check their app mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. uh you have one complete image mm-hmm. per uh, view mm-hmm. and then you have to swipe images to see more designs mm-hmm. and when you're giving that big a window space for an interior design product mm-hmm. you can depict everything in it right right yeah and then the user interface of you know just swiping mm-hmm. through all mm-hmm. these images is really cool i mean mm. people feel that they are interacting with the app and it, it's it's a sort of a gamification kind of thing right right and uh, so one more tip is yeah, that yeah before we go on to the fourth person in your yeah. growth hacking mm. team uh, i just want to touch a little on ab testing you know i think okay. uh, a lot of people uh, probably don't even understand the importance of mm. ab testing and uh, uh, probably think that it's uh, i don't know maybe it's not necessary but uh, based on my limited research and understanding even big companies like amazon and even uh, hmm. google uh, all these big big companies do ab testing absolutely right so uh, there's no reason why startups shouldn't do ab testing and there's a lot of lot of uh, you can get conversion rates up by 25% 50% if there are slight changes to the copy 85% rate. as well see right. um ab testing is really important because you cannot be your sole judge for your product Right. and startup uh, so there is this popular tv uh, series called silicon valley mm-hmm. so over there the the main founder or the protagonist does the same mistake he creates an excellent technology product mm-hmm. but then he shares it only with his close circle of friends right and then they find it excellent as well because mm-hmm. all of them are nerds right <laughs> so you have to do ab testing in a huge you know in a or that was beta testing but right. yeah in beta testing as well you have to create your sample uh, by sample i mean your um, product users mm-hmm. in such a way that they're diverse right. and at the same time you show them two different things right right uh, so i think uh, that is the lesson that silicon valley valley wanted to teach us right you know ab testing is very important with the correct sample uh, set right uh, and uh, there are a lot of companies which have really achieved 100% 200% 300% growth over ab testing mm. one major example is linkedin mm. i mean 
I didn't know I don't know LinkedIn was before mm-hmm. but there are a lot of companies which use a huge registration form mm-hmm. top to bottom you have to fill all the details and only right. then you can create a profile right. but LinkedIn is not like that right. every time you sign in it'll ask a new question and by the end of the week you'll have your entire profile completed right so it's like gamification one question per page right it right. creates more interaction right. and then it gives you a sense mm-hmm. of uh you're proceeding to something right. rather than filling up a form right. and that ab testing if you if you want you can ab test that for right. any of your product for any mm-hmm. of your service you can do uh, create right. a form right. and then see which which gives you a better result right. a complete form or a gamification kind of form right okay so and the fourth person we were talking about four, yes four the fourth people. person is the analyst mm-hmm. now this analyst will is the one who's be who's going to judge the results that come out of ab testing mm-hmm. who's going to judge the results of each and every activity that a mm-hmm. company does mm-hmm. or the growth team recommended mm-hmm. so he'll be judging on based on a lot of parameters mm-hmm. so he'll come out with ratios mm-hmm. he'll come up with techniques and strategies mm-hmm. uh, which are working the most mm-hmm. and then he'll he'll tell the growth head to mm-hmm. amplify that technique mm-hmm. so so i just want to talk about measuring the success of growth hacking so how do you measure the success do you define let's say my aim is to sell more products uh, gain more followers so do you define that at the start and then kind of measure and then uh, refine uh, what what exactly should we look at in terms of uh, in terms of a successful growth hacking strategy how do how do we measure whether it's been successful or we need to tweak something yes so the kpi for growth hacking is that see the numerator might change but the denominator is constant and the denominator is time mm-hmm. the kpi so the numerator can be number of followers number of viewers number of subscribers number, number of, of sales number of sales whatever right uh, whatever right that will be defined before you uh, lay out your growth plan right okay it will be uh, but it's always on time so it's always on time the denominator is on time okay because that is the biggest right you can you can change it and say i'll grow more subscribers in less cost so you can't uh-huh. you can't you can't set up something see like that, that is right? also probably a uh you know one of the one of the kpis mm-hmm. see there are a lot of kpis for mm-hmm. uh, but it's simple hacking. let's keep it simple yeah to keep it simple as a thumb rule it's den- uh, if you put the denominator as time time okay you're measuring things against time against time right okay okay excellent now um okay so what are the uh, action items that startups need to take uh if if that's a takeaway as a takeaway from this interview what yeah. should startups what do you think startups should do immediately if they don't already have a growth hacking strategy in place yeah so the founders have to be the primary growth hackers for them mm-hmm. the founders have to be very very growth oriented mm-hmm. and at the same time they need to probably take help mm-hmm. you cannot do it all by yourself right. you have to make sure that you're concentrating on your core business right. and outsource these small small works right. take that headache off your chest right uh, so that is one big actionable item that i would recommend them right and so if they want to involve your own company for example yeah. you provide growth hacking exactly. service, right so how do they get in touch with so you so they can get in touch with me probably by uh, emailing me or right. by visiting my website 23yards.com right what's, what's your uh, but at the same my email is vishnu@23yards.com right okay uh but at the same time we are very choosy about the clients that we take up because mm-hmm. they need to we work on a long term uh, relationship mm-hmm. basis and uh, the founders have to be really passionate and the product right. has to be really exciting for us to take up them as a client right but anyways they can reach out f- for me if they need any kind of help in uh, creating a strategy or right. any other help as po- sure. they want sure yeah 
and uh, yeah, some apart of, from that, supposing yeah. you, they don't have the budget or the budget to hire external agencies yes. and they want to do it on their own for okay. whatever reasons. So yes, once if they want to do it on their own, I would suggest them to follow this person called David Arno. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has started a tribe called the Growth Tribe in Amsterdam. Okay. So you have to check out his videos Okay. and uh, he clearly explains how growth hacking works and a lot of other things that I've mentioned in this podcast were also directly taken from him mm-hmm. uh, and then so there where, is this person can we, how can we uh, just for? just uh, google search david arno david arno growth, uh, growth tribe growth tribe okay yes. david arno growth also tribe. this person called neil patel is very famous right his uh, growth hacking uh, uh, interview uh, his growth hacking video right. is quite popular on youtube mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. is really helpful mm-hmm. also one more book that i would recommend is mm-hmm. monish pabrais dando book mm-hmm. so monish papra is a very big investor he's mm-hmm. a indian american mm-hmm. he's a very big fan of warren buffett mm-hmm. actually he's one of the persons who paid 650000 dollars mm-hmm. or million i i don't remember mm-hmm. a huge sum of amount to have lunch with warren buffett mm-hmm. so his book dando is really really good the dando mm-hmm. investor i think mm-hmm. that's a really good book mm-hmm. and i suggest all people to uh, read this book called the go giver Mm-hmm. I don't remember the author's name, but mm-hmm. probably they can Google search. The right. go-giver has five important rules mm-hmm. for people to such a, uh, achieve stratospherical success. Mm-hmm. And one of the most important point is by giving value, right. giving so much value that you know your client or your customer should right. really feel very privileged to have known you. Right, right. Uh, I, I I have read this book actually, the go-giver. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember the author name, name, but yeah, I will. search it and i'll put it on the show notes yeah uh, now uh, you did mention uh, the books and uh, resources uh, are there any other resources like in terms of uh, tools uh, yes absolutely about? so for email marketing you can use mailchimp mm-hmm. uh, that's really effective and then there's hubspot for uh, your entire digital marketing services you know mm-hmm. i think hubspot has recently started giving out free uh, services for one year for startups mm-hmm. i have to check that out but mm-hmm. yeah there are a lot of growth hacking tools i mean it depends on what is your necessity right so if your necessity is something which already has which can be achieved through a tool that already exists right i suggest you to for i suggest you to take up the tool right uh then uh, i would also suggest you to for e-commerce websites i strongly suggest shopify shopify so right. instead of hiring a huge right, instead of team, building your own website own team, right you can, you take shopify services and there is no harm in doing so right because shopify has now enabled an online plus offline kind of a model right where uh, your entire sku units are completely synchronized and it's right. seamless throughout right. so right don't don't rebuild the yeah don't, don't re- reinvent the wheel right yes. i mean reinventing the wheel is doesn't make sense right and for inspiration i would recommend people to watch gary venetchuk videos mm-hmm. so this guy is a huge media mogul in uh, new york right uh, his name is gary venetchuk and he has right. a lot of youtube shows it can get a little dramatic in his videos but <laughs> right. the content is really valuable okay okay great uh, i just have one final question but uh, before we go on to that uh, you obviously mentioned your uh, website that's 23yards.com and your email vishnu@23yards.com uh, are you available on any other social media like linkedin yeah absolutely facebook, i am available on uh, facebook and linkedin as well right okay uh, uh, so i will link those on the show okay. notes uh, you can uh, Give out my phone number as well. People can reach me on WhatsApp. Right. On my phone number nine eight four eight two nine four one five two. Right. And I'm available. Little slowly. Yeah. yeah so uh, people can reach me anytime on WhatsApp. I'm 
online 24/7 okay. 9848294152 okay i will also link that up on the show notes and uh, i will uh, link your uh, linkedin and uh, facebook and twitter also right you said twitter also i will link all those up on the show notes page so that if there are any founders who are interested in having a chat with you about growth act absolutely they're always welcome startups, yeah you know i think uh, it will be great to uh, reach out to you and chat with you uh, so uh, the final question that i have is like if there is uh, only one gyan that you could give our would be founders or listeners uh, with regards to growth hacking what would that be okay so i i think i've given a lot of uh, other yeah. tips yeah but only one so out of maybe you can choose one of those and yes. say if this is the only thing that people have to correct, listen to correct. do this or it won't be something yes, yes, completely yes. new absolutely so I, I i think i found a really good one mm-hmm. so all growth hacking depends on this important concept called opn mm-hmm. and by opn i mean other people's networks mm-hmm. yes you can start from scratch and try to build your own audience mm-hmm. but that will take you nowhere i mean that will right. take a lot of time right. and once it takes a lot of time our denominator is increasing and that right. is not a good model right uh so by opn i mean that your customers are mm-hmm. customers to other services as well right you have to understand that and right. those other uh, service providers might not be your competition right so you need to start doing biz dev mm-hmm. bi- business development you have to start creating collaborations mm-hmm. co-branding events co-branding marketing right. in such a way that you mm-hmm. jump start your startup you mm-hmm. jump start your audience mm-hmm. by using other people's networks right. and also by providing value to their audience as well as themselves the other service providers right excellent excellent tip so just don't depend on your own network uh, use other use, people use networks. the second and third degree Correct. connections also Correct. and uh, yeah great great tips there uh, so thanks a lot uh, vishnu it was great chatting with you i really got some really nice information i'm sure our listeners also have gotten some nice actionable tips on growth hacking so uh, hopefully everybody is like going to implement this and really become successful thank you so much thank you so much for having me on the show ram thank you that's it for today folks hope you enjoyed it please leave a comments on the show notes page at foundersgyan.com/ep62 and also check out our 60 plus interview archive at foundersgyan.com i'll see you all next week but in the meantime do take action on your own startup as any action is better than none good luck on your startup adventure and see you next week